Welcome into this edition of the College Fantasy Football Gurus Podcast. It is ship week, championships all over the place. We are here to help you get through those high-pressure, high-stakes moments. Max, are you ready to roll? I'm ready. Let's do it. It's a big week. It is a, week. it is a huge week. It's a sweaty week, as Carter would call sweaty. it. sweaty. Yep. That we basically, since there's a ton of games throughout through the week, people will be sweating their matchups from basically... <laughs> Uh, midweek. I mean, tom- tomorrow there's a yeah. few games Thursday and through the week. But Max, before we roll into our start, sit, sneaky starts as usual, what was one of your takeaways from last week? The Gophs did win, so it's good to the see Gophs that you're back on the win. podcast. Yeah, they, they looked well. Um, obviously, Northwestern is it's easy for for them to look well against Northwestern. But I lost to uh, Mr. CFF Nate in a very heartbreaking loss last week, and that. Uh, Man, Tyler Huntley let me down. He, I, I don't even know if it's really Tyler um, Huntley's fault. I would almost say that Zach Moss just went on a rampage. Yeah, but he only scored one touchdown. Yeah, I guess, you know, you might be right then. Maybe it is Tyler Huntley. It just he had a bunch of yards, didn't he? Didn't Moss run for, yeah, like I think, over two. Yeah. Yeah, 200 rushing yards and one touchdown on the ground. I guess I don't, I don't exactly remember if he had a receiving touchdown. So overall, Max, how would you cap your fantasy year? Just pretty average. Made some playoff it runs was, here and there. It was pretty good, um, especially in the pod league. I thought I had a solid squad um, for not having for not having great quarterbacks to begin with. Um, Asher O'Hara really stepped it up for me, so that was great. Um, felt like I had a good chance. You know, it was a heartbreaking loss in this one. So I don't know. I can't be too mad about it. No, I can't. I, I don't blame you at all because I think that's that's pretty fair. I mean, if you're yeah. if you're gonna take the risk of going position heavy before you go without quarterbacks, that if you can find some guys like him, that's always good. My season, it's have been good. I don't like to play in too many leagues. I like to cap it about three or four because once you get more than that, it gets kind of conf- like not confusing, but it's just a lot to take in having to set like seven, eight lineups. I mean, I'm not a- completely against it, but for me, I'm usually like three or four leagues. I am this year. I am in three highly competitive leagues, and I'm in the championship in all three. So it has been a good year, to say the least. Yeah, that'll that'll do it. That will do it. Going three for three in championships. If I sweep all them and I finish the season with three rings, I'm not sure how I will will act. I don't think I'm going to talk to you for probably like a week or the rest of my life. If you have to do this, that, that's a little bit of a, dull, a double whammy for you, Max. If I somehow pull off the upset of CFF Nate in our industry pod league, that's one championship I'll have in a league with you. And then if I win our family league, that is two championships over Max, which feels great. That is not going to feel great. So I don't want to say I'll be cheering against you this weekend, but I will but, probably be cheering against you this weekend. Yeah, I figured everyone does. Mm-hmm. But anyways, we have a sh- great show to get into. We have our starts and sits against K-State. A little bit of a homer pick. But how do you feel about Purdy going against the Wildcats? You know, Purdy's been really good lately. And I know, you know, maybe the Wildcats are, you know, a stifler on defense. I, I think um, they're just annoying. Yeah, Super. probably. But, you know, Brock Purdy's been playing really well. And this offense is clearly moving through him. Brees Hall's obviously stepped it up. Um, but he's thrown for 300 yards and quite a few consecutive games i guess 282 against oklahoma but 
but I wouldn't be I wouldn't be too worried. And obviously, you know, as Iowa State fans, the K State game gets a little frisky for us most of the time. But I'm pretty sure that's just that's the way Kansas State is to everybody. Right. Regardless of who K State plays, they will keep the game close every time. They probably should. But I I think clearly this offense is running through Brock Purdy. Um, and clearly, if this game is close, it's going to be on his back. And he's performed, you know, week in and week out so far this year. So yeah, I wouldn't so, be too concerned. Yeah, I'll I'll start him with you there. What are we doing with Justin Fields against Michigan? Huge game. Ah. Uh, are you rolling Fields? He's been so good this year, but does Michigan scare you? I don't know because I think this can go one or two ways. I can see Ohio State blowing the doors off Michigan. Right? Like we can they see that. Do. But like right, how they've typically <laughs> done against Harbaugh. Yep. But or there's a small part of me that kind of sees this game. If Michigan can control the tempo, right, and it turns into an ugly kind of beat 'em up game, similar to what happened against Penn State, right, like a 21-24 type game. I don't know. I just it's hard to bench Fields because he's taken you this far. It just it seems like Ohio State always comes out in this matchup and just it's all it's a high scoring affair and they just come out and not route them, but like like they're, they're fired up. They're fired always up. ready. Yeah, yeah. So do you feel good with Fields in your lineups in the like, championship week where the chips are on the table? I think so. Um, you'd have to have some – obviously, you'd have to have some pretty good options not to start Justin Fields this week. Yeah, and I – yeah, I think so too. I'm okay with rolling Fields, so I'll go with start here. Yeah. And they, start had a day, again, they had a day last year, and Jason Day's going to come back and probably do some similar stuff. Yeah. So, so we're, yeah, no, I, I think that's I think that's pretty accurate. Um, we're starting Purdy. We're starting Fields. Are we starting Anthony Gordon against Washington? And look, Washington State quarterbacks against Washington have struggled. We saw it last year with Minshew. Yes, there was a little bit of a snowy game, but we've seen this before, and it's been a discussion across CFF Twitter. Are we comfortable rolling Gordon against Washington? Yeah, I. Th- I want, I would, but man, yeah, I know what you it, mean. It's tough because it Washington, tough. look, Washington's season hasn't been what they wanted it to be, and we've seen Washington's defense put the clamps down on people, mm-hmm. but I mean, last week they lost to Colorado. They so, did, and they gave up 20 points, respectively. Right? Yeah. I They've think been in some low-scoring affairs, so. I think I'm starting Gordon. I have him in many, I have, I have him in league, so I, I'm going to start him. Yep. It's just. You know he has a high floor because regardless, he's probably going to end up throwing the ball 50 times, right? right. Yep. And totally you can, agree. at the bare minimum, hope for 300 yards and two touchdowns. Yeah. Just with that volume. Yeah, So absolutely. I think you're okay to rule Gordon out. I, I, I'm confident. Yeah, I think I agree. Max, how do we feel about Caleb Barker against App State? I'm going to be honest with you. Barker's been good this year, but he has had some duds. I'm going to sit him against App State. I think App State brings it. Yeah, I think so too. It's hard. It's hard to trust it against a team that's as good as App State and the way they've been. Um, he only put up six and a half points against Louisiana Lafayette last week, where they got routed. Right, and I think yeah. App State's a better team. So yeah, I, I just, so. Yeah. I just think Barker's not a play for me this week, and he's going on the bench. I would totally agree. I'd be more comfortable with him on my bench than I would with him in my starting lineup. Yeah. This last one, Max, quarterback position, Mr. November, my boy, Holton Ehlers, red hot, played sh- okay against UConn. He still played well, don't get me wrong. 301, but, a rushing touchdown. It's not terrible. Yeah, he, 
it's not terrible. He played well. Don't get me wrong. But it wasn't the game we all thought he would have. He had some turnovers against UConn. Uh, I, th- I mean, I thought he was going to go ballistic, right? Yeah. Which He's going against Tulsa, who can be a little bit of a pest on defense. Tulsa wants to run the ball. They want to keep the ball out of ECU's hands. How do you feel about Ehlers this week going against Tulsa? I'm going to be honest with you. As a Holton Ehlers supporter, I'm leaning towards bench. I kind of am too. But you he's know he's so got that good. potential to just pop right. off just because that's what he does. He either booms or he just, yeah. It's just kind of the way, the kind of way he's been all year. Um, right. It feels like it could be a game where, you know, he's slowed down again. And I think so too. I, I don't think he's a horrible option, but I'm not feeling, I, gut, gut feeling here, I'm going to leave Ehlers on the bench this week. Yeah. And I, yeah. Clearly, I mean, I say this all the time. It depends on what else. It obviously depends on your league and what you're working with. Um, but I don't think Holton Aylers has the potential to pop off against a stingy Tulsa defense um, like he has against other teams. Yeah, fair enough. Running back time, Max. There are some huge names on this list. And some people listening to this are going to think we're crazy for bringing them up, but I think it's got to be discussed. First yeah. one right off the bat, borderline fantasy MVP candidate. Has been a yeah. monster all year. Kenneth Gainwell versus Cincinnati. I'm going to be... broke 20 points in the last three weeks. Right? Return of Patrick Taylor. Was out-touched by Patrick Taylor last week. Got a little bit of a time by him. Three touchdowns. Right? For Patrick Taylor. Yeah. In a, in a little bit of a timeshare now. Definitely yeah. is. Going against I think a we, all, we all were expecting this to eventually happen. Right? And now here it is. Right? And he's yeah. going against a tough Cincy defense. I'm leaving Gainwell on the bench. I have him in multiple leagues. I'm putting him on the bench. Obviously, work with what you have. If you don't have a better option, no thank you. Like, work it out. Like, if you have a better option, put him in. If you don't, Gainwell's not a horrible play. But I got a feeling it's going to be another. He might go over 100 yards rushing, but I don't see the touchdown happening. Yeah, it'd have to be a big play against Cincy. Um, right? who's, who's a good team, respectively. But, man, it hurts with Patrick Taylor there. And there's not a part of you that would roll out both and say they're both good enough. Not in this matchup. I think, let's say, in the hypothetical, Memphis was playing UConn, I would. Okay. Yeah. Would you well, Hypothetically, would you roll both Memphis backs if they were playing a lesser team like UConn? Boy, it's... Yeah, no, I would. I would for sure. But They're this weekend, good. Cincy, are you going to roll them? I'm not. I'm leaving them on the bench. I don't, know if I, I don't know if I want to either. I think the return of Patrick Taylor is so... And it's so hard to leave a player like Gainwell on the bench. It's so hard to say that, too. Because he's been just so good. He's been so good. But since he's going to keep the score, you know, close and high, and I think Brady White's going to have to throw the ball a good number of times. Um, And obviously, since he's rushing, defense has been stingy. So, obviously, if you don't have better options, but but I think I wouldn't feel just awful about leaving him on the bench, no. And I, I can totally understand where you're coming from, leaving him on the bench. I think I'd probably put Patrick Taylor over him. Okay, yeah, that's a good question. If you have Patrick Taylor, you're going to roll him over Gainwell? Maybe, because I just think he has a potential for more touchdowns. Clearly, like we yeah. saw last week. Yeah, and he, and he out-touched him, right? He yeah. got more carries to begin yeah. with. So, look, we're leaving Gainwell on the bench. We both agreed to it, but I think of all these guys on this list, he's probably the one that's like, if you put him in the lineup, no one's judging you, right? He's yeah. been so good. So it's like, I don't want to say bench because that's so hard to do. Cause he's been so good. Yeah. But at least consider your options. 
mm-hmm. is is what I would advise. No, I agree. J.K. Yeah. Dobbins, Max, another fantasy monster this year. We're going against Michigan. You're already starting Justin Fields. I agree with you. Fields is the play. Is J.K. Dobbins also a play against Michigan, who is notorious for having a stout rushing defense? <laughs> but I think he proved against Penn State. That it doesn't matter. That it doesn't really matter. I mean, he that first half he had against Penn State was ridiculous. It was incredible. Yeah. I did, and they gave I, him 36 carries last week. Yeah. Don't so, be surprised if you see that again. No. I, they need him to play this game. It's going to be a close game. It's going to be competitive. And even if it's not, it's probably going to be Ohio State blowing him out, and Dobbins will already have his fix by then. So roll J.K. Dobbins. Yeah. I Max. Don't. Max Borgie. Right? Sharing the same first name. Great first name there. Great first name. The greatest. Against Washington. You want to roll Anthony Gordon. I agree with you. I'm rolling him in multiple leagues. Are we rolling Borgie, who we've seen at times disappear from the offense here and there? Since when? Since that Cal game. Look what he did against Cal. There was another game. Maybe. He had eight receptions in that game, though. Yeah, I guess if it's PPR scoring, but it... Something about Borgie scares me in this matchup. Here's what here here's I'm gonna start him because he went on. Did you see this video where he went on the podium and said they asked him what the what the score is gonna be and he goes I don't know what the score is gonna be but I'm gonna be scoring. And then he started to walk away and he came back and he goes a lot. So yes, I will be starting Mr. Max Borgie. <laughs> I did not see that. <laughs> it was great. It was post game. That is very aggressive. And one or two things is now going to happen. Now that that ball has been set in motion, Borgie is going to go ballistic this week. We're talking, you know, his normal eight to 10 carries, but he's going to rip like a 70 yarder and a touchdown. He's going to have three 70 yarders and four touchdowns. He's just going to go nuts, right? Or the flip side, Washington sees this. They're like, okay, we're about to punish this dude for thinking that he's going to tear us apart. I don't Man, know. I don't know either. I'm gonna I'm gonna leave I'm Borgie, on Borgie on the bench. Oh, oh boy, I'm start Bor- I'm gonna start Borgie. You're starting like Borgie. Sure. I'm yeah. leaving him on the bench. I just don't know. I just am so skeptical of Washington State versus Washington after last year. I don't know. Did it's Fredell a different. put up 200 yards against Washington earlier this year. Yeah, but ah man. Was that who Verdell did it against? Right? Was that game? Man, I'd have to look it up, but I'm it's just tough. Oh, that was against Washington State. Never mind. Yeah, I didn't think it was Washington completely. Uh, so, I don't know. I don't feel good about it, but I have been a Borgie, like, skeptic, if you will, most of the season. So, I mean, yeah, but if, especially if you're in a PPR league, he's yeah, going to get exceptions, right? And if that's going to be big. If, you, if you're PPR, that's 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 the swinging point. I think yep. you can start him if you're PPR. I'm like, just, I don't know how – I don't feel good about him. Okay, that's 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 our disclaimer. I do not feel good about Max Borgie this week. I hope I'm it bites me. I hope it bites me because it will help other people win their championships. But I don't. I don't feel great about it. Fair enough. Max, emotional pick here for you. Emotional. That I Cam hit on. Big fan of Mr. Big Cam fan. Akers. You've been on the Cam Akers hype train. He's playing in Florida, who is a tough defense. Taggart's gone. What are we doing with Akers? Are we starting him? I'm leaving him on the bench. You think so? I think Florida is going to either get out to an early lead and then it becomes them having to play catch up. And if they turn, I don't know. I just don't like it. I'm staying away from Akers this week, unless you're I, desperate and you're in P5. I think I like, 
The thing is, so he obviously he was shut down against Clemson, but who hasn't been? Uh, but against the other tough defenses he's played, I mean, he scored 17 points against Virginia, who's a pretty good defense. But other than that, he's put about 20 points every week or more, right? And he's had those boom weeks. You yeah. think Florida's think Florida's Clemson worthy, where they're just going to totally shut down their whole offense? And obviously, don't get me wrong, they're good. I kind of do. I actually, I will not go out and say they're like the same defense, but I feel like Florida is going to like punish Florida State this week. Like it could happen. Right. I, I mean, look, I don't blame you for starting him. You start your stud, you ride. This guy's gotten you this far into your championships. I'm just leaving him on the bench. That I don't feel good about Acres this week either. Man, I think. Man, it's tough. I know. You're sweating it right now, Max. You're on the fence. Yeah. I am. I want to start him. I feel like he's going to be the main source of offense this week for Florida State. Okay. And if there's any, start your studs. And if there's any chance that you know Florida State's going to stay in this game, they're going to have, they're going to feed Cam Akers. Coming right. off to kind of a rest week from the week before, mm-hmm. I think I'm okay with starting Cam Akers. All right. Yeah, that's fair, Max. I you're not that crazy. I I'll go with you there. Um, we're split on there. We're split on Borgie. We're split on Acres. We're both starting Dobbins. We're, we're, are, are you benching Gainwell, Max? If I remember right, you're benching. Yeah, I think so. Okay, hesitant, we're both very hesitant. Hes- hesitant so. bench of Gainwell because so of both, situations, but yep. I don't expect him to do anything crazy this weekend. Not that he can't. Not that the potential isn't there, but I would put the probability on him, you know, putting up a low double-digit number again. Max, it seems to me, based on UCLA's last stretch of games, that Joshua Kelly has been on our show sheet multiple times. Many a times. lot of times. Many times. He's playing Cal. US, UCLA has not looked good. And he lately. was shut down against UC, USC. And he was shut down against USC. Which we which missed. Makes, we, we did missed miss. On. We missed on. Very hard. But we're back. We're back at the Joshua Kelly well. He's going against the stingy. Underrated Cal defense. Mm-hmm. Are we starting Joshua Kelly championship week in hopes of a bounce back? It's hard to trust. Right? After last week against USC, man, it's hard to trust. I think I'm going to lead towards the bench. I think Kelly has been so inconsistent this year that if you are in your championship week, you're in your championship, you've probably gotten here without Joshua Kelly. More than likely. You may have used him here and there, but you have other aspects. If you have other pieces you can put in, go ahead. Man, there is a part. It was a weird, the, the gambler side of me here really it's wants back to roll with Joshua It's Kelly. back. It is. And I, it's tough because I really want to play him in the dice roll of a boom, but you're in the championship week here. There's more at stake. Yeah. Oh, man. I don't feel good about Kelly either way. Yeah. This is a very His last three have been tough. These right? are, these are some tough running back matchups. They are. And this, this is week. why this is why me and you are so all over the board with him. Is yeah. because we can see them going either way and this is the most high stakes week. So you know what? I'm going to say start Joshua Kelly. It's hesitant. Please don't listen to me if you're in the championship. <laughs> Ignore my advice. This is a pride pick. Roll Joshua Kelly. Oh man. I'm out on Kelly. I, I, I understand. I and mean, we're split, Max. We've been split yeah. on a lot of these guys, and that's fine. But now we got receivers, and I'm interested to see where we go with these guys. Isaiah Hodgins against Oregon. 
you know for a fact Oregon State's playing catch-up in this game, but you have to ask yourself, what Oregon team shows up this week after that? Stop them. You think it? I honestly am with you. I think it's going to be a bloodbath. I'm leaving I, Hodgins on the bench. Yeah. He's been so good. Don't get me wrong, but I think Oregon's going to come out pissed off. Oregon is not going to be happy. No. After last week, and I don't think they're going to let Hodgins win. No. I. He was I held, think. He, he, I mean, Hodgins hasn't been over 100 yards the last three weeks. That's what I'm saying. Washington State, Arizona State, and Washington. Right. He's had. Five, six, and four receptions in each of those games. But I don't really expect Oregon to be any easier, right? No. He had a touchdown against Arizona State, which basically, you know, helped his week. But I don't expect Oregon to be any easier than than those other teams. He was held in check by Washington State, who led up 53 points to them. <laughs> yeah, I mean that that's proof enough alone. I'm benching Hodgins. Sounds like you're okay, benching too. him too, Max. I had I had the chance to trade for Hodgins earlier this season, like midway through the year. And I saw this stretch of games. I saw the Washington, Arizona State, Washington State, Oregon stretch. Cal also. And I was like, I don't I don't think he's going to. I think he's going to sputter out towards the end of the year. And I think that might be happening. Yeah, I, I don't think you're crazy. And I, I, I agree with you. What are we doing with the Bama receivers against Auburn? Oh. Any of them. Just, do you believe in Mac Jones? No. No. I think not. he's talented. But if he's I'm Alabama. He's a five-star. Everyone's a five-star, Max. Alabama's third-string long snapper is probably a five-star. You're probably right. Right? Yeah. You're, I, you I wouldn't doubt it. Yeah. Are, are you ruling any of these receivers out? I'm going to be honest with you. I think one of them will have a good game. I, I have do. no idea but which one. Who? I could not but, tell you which who? one. One of them's going to have a good game, but if I'm Bama, right – you want to keep this game. You're going to have to rely on the run a little bit more. This game, cont- Auburn, Bama. I, has for sure become the dude. Right. Yeah, and for this offense. I just, I don't, I, I leave them all on the bench. I, leave I'll be on honest, the bench. One of, these, one of these guys is going to go off, but we don't know which one. I think so you can start Smith. Okay. Because I, uh, I think you can. He's been good lately. He really has He's been, been good all season. Right? He's been a top target in this offense all season. Over and I think Judy, over which is Judy, crazy. He scored two touchdowns last week, obviously against a, a, dead, a dead team. But everybody keeps seeming to want to shut down Judy and leaving Devonta Smith. Yeah. And here's the thing. That receiving core is so good. It's like it yeah. doesn't matter who you double. Mm-hmm. Right? One of them's going to hurt you. So I'm benching him. You're benching him. I think I'm okay. Bench- with, I think I think I don't You're going to start Smith. I think I would start Smith. I have him. I would start him if I was in the championship week, probably. But yeah. I'm not because I lost freaking. Okay. Bringing up, bring up, <laughs> up some sad feelings here. Uh, but, we'll be okay, good. you're rolling we'll Smith. I'm not rolling a single Bama receiver. You're not? I'm not. I don't feel great about it, especially this yeah. late. And there's a lot on the line, especially against Auburn. It's not like they're playing LSU or Texas A&M where you've seen – those teams get points put up against. You're playing Auburn, who will be ready. But Smith's been a big play, right? Touchdown it, guy. So I'm I okay get, with. It, if I'm picking, him with Judy. Yeah, if I'm picking one, it's Smith, but I'm picking none. Bench them okay. all. Max Roland Smith. I like Smith. Not great about the other receivers. Max Homer pick. You guys just got like 13 feet of snow up there. Tyler Johnson against Wisconsin. No, thank you. I'm itchy. 
I'm I'm nervous. Here we go. Him or here we go. So okay. So here's the real question: Would you start Bateman or Tyler Johnson? Neither. Okay, if you had to choose one. Neither. No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> if I had to Head, pick shoulders, one, knees, and toes, neither. Neither. But here's the deal: whatever one you pick is the other one's turn to go off. Probably. Gosh. This is tough. They're literally one A, one B, right? It's like oh, yeah. they take turns having monster games. Um, I don't feel good about either, but if I'm gonna pick one, I think it's gonna be Tyler Johnson. But I just you would pick him. You I, know, I think I think I would Bateman? rather have Bateman. Bateman's been good. But man, that's tough. That hurts. It is tough. Say. If I'm being honest, neither. But Tyler Johnson's I, in more of the go to target. Ah oh, man. Here's the problem. I'm gonna get here's the problem. We're expected to get snow up here again this weekend. Pretty much all Friday through Saturday. And you're playing Wisconsin. Yeah, and that can get really dicey. This the final score of this game will be thirteen to ten. You think so? I if really, it's a snow game for sure. Because that's, that's what I'm that's saying. A that's big that's the factor this week. I think yeah. both offenses can score a little bit, obviously. But if it's gonna snow, it's gonna get ugly. If it doesn't, d- if it stays like dry and fine, I'm okay rolling out both of them. Okay, you would you feel good about both of them going against Wisconsin? I I would feel comfortable rolling out. Oh man, God, that hurts to say. Because I feel like, is, Wisconsin's is there, really good. Right? You, that's yeah, what I'm keeping in mind, and you know, Jonathan, they're gonna try to play keep away with Jonathan Taylor. Yes, but that's been like it's they've been so pivotal in the offense, which makes me nervous about the Ghosts if it's if it's really snowy this weekend because because that's just. That plays okay. in you know I'm going to go Tyler Johnson. I'm going to go Tyler Johnson if it doesn't. But if it snows and it's like – if it's tough weather, I don't feel comfortable starting either of them. No. So this is a weather report special. Watch the weather before this game, and if yep. it looks crappy and there is snow everywhere, neither receiver, I'm – regardless, I'm not rolling out either receiver. I but think, Max I think Tyler good. Johnson would go better – would be my top – would be my top option. Max's Hopefully. pick is Tyler Johnson. He's going to start him but, if weather prevails. But I wouldn't Based. feel bad about starting Bateman either. Yeah. It might be a homer pick, but if weather prevails. Look, Max, I think we can kind of do the same thing we did with the Bama receivers against Washington, right? You have Winston, you have Arcanado, you have them all. Is there a single receiver you feel good about rolling out against Washington? I like Arcanado's been really good lately. He has been. That's the one that I kind of circled that I think, regardless, is going to get like 10 receptions. Mm-hmm. It may be 10 receptions for like 60 yards. I don't know. But it's it was shut hard. down against Oregon State, which is very surprising. Yeah, because Oregon State and the, the amount of points scored. <laughs> yeah, it made no sense, to be yeah, honest. Yeah, it's tough to trust a receiver here, but if you're trusting one, I think it's got to be Arcanado. I agree with you, Max. Yeah, I, 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 I'm okay with both, I think. Winston and Arcanado, you feel I'm, good with I'm both okay with guys both. if you have them. Yep. I think so too. I think the floor, I think the floor is very high, right? You know they're gonna throw the ball 50 times a game. So yeah. I think I think I'm okay with both. And just a slight thing to think about is it, it's gonna be cold, right? You're playing in Washington in this time of year. Check the weather, see if there's any crosswinds or. If there's any rain, because I remember last year there was snow, and that made Gardner Minshew obsolete. Literally did, did. nothing. Yeah. So check the weather on that game, but if it's looking clear, I think you can roll Winston Arcanado. Okay. Warren Jackson, okay. Max. He's been good this year. 
But Colorado yes. State as a team is not great. Not ideal. Not ideal. But he's been no. good. He's been the bright spot. Him and Dante Wright, they've been great. They're going against Boise State, who has been hit or miss at times. Boise State's a good team. They have a good defense, but there's times where they've given up a ton of points. They are currently 69th in passing defense. Right? They are You're welcome for that statistic. Thank you, Max. For clear great. But look, they gave up 42 points against San Jose State. But then they held Utah State to 21. They held New Mexico to 9. They held Wyoming to 17. Well, Wyoming was missing all of their offense. New Mexico doesn't have an offense. (laughs) (laughs) These are great stacks to point out. Wyoming has no one other than running the ball 40 times a game. New Mexico shouldn't field a team. And Utah State holding them to 21 is pretty good. That's pretty good. But Utah State hasn't been the same team as they were last year. I I agree. But do you feel good about Warren Jackson or lineup this week? I'm good with Warren Jackson. Because I think he's just going to get fed like he has been. Yeah, I think he's a little bit matchup. If I agree with you, I'm good with Jackson. Cool with Jackson. Let's review our receivers. We are benching Hodgins. I am benching the entire Alabama crew. I know one will go off, but I don't trust it. Max feels good about Smith. He's willing to roll Smith. I am benching both Minnesota receivers, Bateman and Johnson, regardless of weather. Max feels good about Tyler Johnson if weather perfect and fails. somewhat Bateman too. I would. Those are pretty much a toss up for me. I'm okay with either of them. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Winston Arcanado. Those are our plays for Washington State. Look at the weather though. We don't want a repeat of last year, and we're both rolling Warren Jackson because even if Colorado State falls behind, you know they're gonna have to play catch up. Mm-hmm. It is time. And mustard. You're done. Why do we have to throw in a dad joke? We were doing so good. We had a good show put together. Everything was rolling. Everything was flowing. And then you throw. The you can't tell two- me dad jokes throw off anything. Dad jokes take any situation and improve it automatically. Oh, that's so horrible. You and you and Justin I see are like the kings of dad jokes. Dad jokes are great. So many dad jokes. Love dad jokes. All right. It is time for our favorite segment of the show. Me and Max blindfold ourselves, go up to a dart. I hear you, Max. Go up to a dartboard, and we start throwing. We start looking for low percentage, under 50 percentage guys that we feel good. Sneaky starts. Speaking of dart throws, I watched a video today. You know when people put their hands up on the dartboard, and they throw a dart? It's like dart roulette, whatever they call it. Like, yeah, you put your hand on the board, and then they throw it. It's like people do it at bars all the time, probably after they've had a few too many. Yeah, uh-huh. Okay. Somebody was doing that, and he got smoked in the forehead. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Like, not even, like, the hand. The guy completely missed him in the forehead. It was kind of intense. He was he re- pretty, into- he was pretty intoxicated. It- so, <laughs> basically, did it hit him in the forehead, and then he just didn't react? Yeah, he just That's how drunk he was. the muscle, yeah. God, he's going to the, – the next morning for that dude had to have been rough. Dude in the back why do I, take it out why do I have head. a giant hole in my head? Yep. Jeez. Yeah, it must have been pretty intense. <laughs> right? Yeah. And if you're his friend, how much velocity did you put on that dark toe? I don't toe? know. Break skin know. on someone's forehead. That's great. That's not great. Actually, it's actually horrible. But also great. All right. Speaking of no more darts, back to no more fantasy darts. football dark throws. Yes. Max. Who is your quarterback play under 50% now feeling good? All right. So it's, it's painful because why? A, Arizona sucks, and Tyler Huntley <laughs> blew up in my face last week. It cost me a trip to the finals. He played against Arizona, and Utah just steamrolled him. Well, this week, 
I don't think that's going to happen because I'm going to go Jaden Daniels and revenge myself from last week going against Arizona. <laughs> this has still- become very personal. <laughs> yes. Oh, super personal. I need Jaden Daniels to go off this week. No. Um, but actually, I think that this Arizona-Arizona State game will be obviously more of a game than the Utah game was. Um, probably a little more passion played in this game. And Jaden Daniels has looked good. Obviously looked good last week against Oregon. Uh, should, in theory, have an easier time this week against Arizona. So, yeah, I'm cool with Jaden Daniels. He's only 40% owned. Um, been a stud freshman so far. So, yeah, against Arizona. Revenge week for, for myself. So, the only thing that holds me up here. And I like the play. I honestly, I think you know, it's good. Him getting the ball 40 it's, times? Yes, yes. It's the Eno being Zach Moss. Do you think there's enough for both of these guys to do well? Here, here's the thing. Yes, I do. Because Arizona State's defense just isn't Utah's. Right, I agree. And you think Arizona's going to be able to make this a game? At I least semi-make it be more it a of a game than the Utah game. Yeah. And obviously Arizona's not great. Obviously, Utah is really good. Arizona State has had a good defense, but it's kind of sputtered down the stretch. So I think there's definitely room for them both to prevail in this, in this, in this game. Oh, I agree. My sneaky play, Justin McMillan, borderline 50% on, but he's 47, so he still counts. Going against SMU, who has struggled, right? Yep. And... On the defensive side of the ball, I should say. McMillan has been consistent. You know he's going to get you some on the ground. I expect Tulane to be able to move the ball on SMU all day. Give me some Justin McMillan in your lineup. Boy, that Malcolm Perry touchdown, that 70-yarder last week, that's mm-hmm. another reason I lost. <laughs> that Max play is like having alone. PTSD from I was, Mike. I was in the car listening, and I was like, oh, like maybe he's going to win this game. And the next thing I hear is, Malcolm Perry. Down the sideline. That's not exactly how it sounded, but that's how it sounded in my head. Is that how it sounded for you, that whole A.J. Dillon? Yes, Down the sideline. And I was with my girlfriend, and I was screaming, and she was panicking. And I was like, (laughs) no, it's fine, but it's not fine. Yeah, that hurt. I'm cool with McMillian. Yeah, I'm glad you are. What are we doing at running backs, though? I got – look, speaking of the Boise State, Colorado State, I do not understand why George Helani is 29% owned. Don't get it. He's getting a ton of the work. He's been great lately. He's going to get the 113th rushing defense in Colorado State. Put him in your lineups all day. That's fair. Right? Yeah. Max, you got the classic calling card of CFF. Put in the running back playing Plays against UConn. Always. Yep. UConn, UMass, roll him. And you know what? Jaden Blue planned out for me last week. Yeah, he had a great game. They did well. And Ramon Davis, you know, had an okay game. But UConn is UConn, as you explained. And UConn's going to UConn. And UConn's probably going to UConn, which means play the UConn running back against UConn. Wait, no, play the Temple yep. running back. Yeah, play the Temple running back against yes. UConn. Wards. I'm, I, would, I like Ramon Davis this week, yes. Okay. These receivers, Max, we struggled with. Because when you're looking at receivers, you always worry about the dud factor, right? You do. My pick, Kendall Hinton against Syracuse. Why? Syracuse has weirdly turned into a dumpster fire, which I don't understand after receiving. No one really expected. No one expected it. They have the 96-ranked passing defense. They need CTE himself in the flesh. <laughs> Dungy. He was Dungy. better. He is way better than DeBito. But yeah. I want to roll Kendall Hinton this week because he is the only Wake Forest receiver left. Yeah. 
Scotty Washington's not on the depth chart, and we know what happened to Sage Surratt. You have Kendall Hinton coming off a nice week last week, but there is a small part of me that does worry, and you brought this off, brought this up off air. Wake Forest ran the ball a lot last week. Hinton was Especially very productive, yeah. but they ran the ball a lot early, and Hinton only had six receptions, but he was super productive. But I still feel good about him this week going against He's the still going to be the go-to guy. I mean, they're still going to put up yards to the air. Right. So, I'm, I like Kendall Hinton. Max, bring us home with your pick this week. So, last week, Michigan State played Rutgers, and obviously Rutgers is bad. Cody White had three touchdowns last week, and that was big. Um, it was a big week for him. Kind of, you know, jumped off the page. It's kind of surprising. Um, but not really against Michigan or against Rutgers. But Michigan State plays Maryland this week, who has also been a very big dumpster fire down the stretch. Could you agree? Absolutely. They are. They have been terrible. They had that one good game. Well, actually, looking back at it, do we even qualify it as a good game anymore when they stomped Syracuse? Because Syracuse is also bad. So it was literally, it was bad, literally yes. taking two dumpsters. Lighting them on fire and putting them next to each other was that game. But continue, Max. was. Yeah, that was a very good way to put it. Um, But, yeah, so I, I'm okay. I think I like Cody White to come out. And, you know, he's going to be the go-to receiver again. He had double-digit receptions, three touchdowns last week. And I expect Michigan State to be okay handling Maryland. And we've seen receivers put up big games against Maryland. Um, was it David Bell? Or Purdue that put yep, up a big week a against him and I, I expect Cody White to have a big game again and the only thing that would keep me from from saying this is if weather was permitting because it's getting to that time of year where you know weather becomes a real factor most like in every matchup especially in the games like up north in Michigan and in Maryland so that's that's something you got to pay attention to but I like Cody White again this week against Maryland no, I like to play. I mean, roll out anyone against Maryland. They're not UConn level. They're not UMass level, but Maryland is also not that great. Yep. And I think there's a little bit, depending on what Maryland team shows up, there might be a chance to keep this interesting. So you know yep. Cody White's going to be involved. Yeah, I agree. Well, that does it, Max. That yeah. wraps up our championship week show. Best of luck to all of you guys in your championships. But What was that, Max? Oh, I was just saying, you bet. They're going to need oh, yeah. it. Yeah, you're gonna it's always a Max. tough time. Most stressful time of the year is this week. Yes, absolutely, 100%. Max. It is the most stressful time of the year, but it is also the time of the year where it is holiday season. So we wish you a happy holiday. Have a nice holiday weekend. Relax, watch some football, and hopefully win your championships. Mm-hmm. And if you like what we're doing, fact. yeah, throw a fun I fact like a Nerf in gun in my hand this whole game, or this whole. You recorded game, this, this entire podcast pod. with a Nerf gun in your hand. A Nerf gun in my hand. So little mini Nerf gun. Max, how many concussions have you had? Uh, two reported. Three, two, 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 two. All right. Well, that that exact response, the way you <laughs> worded it, pretty much answers what I was about to say. But anyways, yep. before Max gets any weirder, if you like what we're doing, you guys know the drill. Please rate, review, and subscribe wherever you listen to us on. Until and next time. We might forecast... Just a little sneak peek of an awards show. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm glad you brought that up before I close this out. We will be doing an awards show that will probably not make any sense. Zero. Zero sense. It will get weird. (laughs) That's all we can say. 
We don't want to give anything else away, but the award show will get out of hand. Awards, a big recap. Just kind of an overall recap yeah. and award show of the season. So yeah. it should be good. Yeah. Once, once award- Brandon loses all three of his championships, it'll be if- totally fun. It'll be great. If I lose all three of my championships this weekend, there will be no more pod. They will have to find a new host. I am dropping off the face of the earth, but that's it. Good luck, guys, on your matchups this week.